Hello everyone. Today, let's talk about something that you're probably all familiar with, exchange rates. You've probably seen quotes like $1.30 per pound or 130 Japanese yen per dollar, or maybe you had to convert currencies using exchange rates when you traveled. So what's an exchange rate? It's simply price of one currency in terms of another. Just like we say an orange costs $1, a laptop costs $800, we can express the price of one unit of foreign currency in terms of our domestic currency. For example, if I'm an American investor, I can say that one euro costs $1.10. In other words, that would be the dollar price of one euro. However, you can also quote the domestic currency's price in terms of the foreign currency. So we can talk about euro price of dollar, and we can say that one dollar is equivalent to 0.9 euros. So this is usually what trips people about exchange rates. That exchange rate between any two currencies can be quoted in two different ways. So how about notations? First of all, currencies themselves have various codes or symbols. Probably the best known currency symbol is that for US dollar. It's that capital S with a line through it. There are also three letter or three digit codes for currencies. With the three letter codes for currencies, typically the first two letters correspond to the name of the country and the third letter corresponds to the name of the currency. So for example, USD for US dollars, JPY for Japanese yen, etc. For exchange rates, um, you will see notations like USD slash Euro or Japanese yen slash USD, etc. But the really the important thing um, to understand, remember here is, are we talking about the price of one unit of foreign currency expressed in our domestic currency? Or are we talking about the price of one unit of domestic currency expressed in foreign currency? So, or in other words, are we talking about the peso price of dollar? Or are we talking about the dollar price of Mexican peso? So, for instance, we can say that the Mexican peso price of dollar is 18 Mexican pesos per dollar, or the dollar price of Mexican peso is uh, $0.055 or 5.5 cents per one Mexican peso. And this is also called indirect versus direct quote. So direct quote for an exchange rate is simply the domestic currency price of a foreign currency. So for an American investor, it would be the dollar price of euro or dollar price of pound or dollar price of Chinese yuan, etc. Indirect quote, on the other hand, is a foreign currency price of one unit of the domestic currency. So again, for an American investor, it would be how many foreign currencies are equivalent to one US dollar. So it would be the euro price of dollar, a pound price of dollar, or the Mexican price of one US dollar or Japanese yen price of one US dollar, etc. So depending on who we are and what is our domestic currency, what's considered direct quote to me, let's say as an American investor is going to be um, different from what's considered direct quote to let's say a European investor whose um, home currency is Euro. On the other hand, American term quote versus European term quote is fixed. Uh, for everyone. So this is another terminology to indicate how exchange rates are quoted. So American term quote is, ref is referring simply to dollar price of currencies. So let's say $1.10 per euro or $1.30 per um, 
British pound or 5.5 cents per Mexican peso, etc. So dollar price of a currency is referred to as the American term quote. On the other hand, whenever we talk about how much one US dollar is worth or equivalent to in terms of other currencies, this is called European term currency. So often you will find that uh, Japanese yen are quoted um, using European term quote, uh, whereas um, exchange rate between euros or um, exchange rate between euro and US dollar or exchange rate between US dollar and uh, British pound are typically quoted in American terms. And uh, the norm uh, is to quote currencies against US dollar. So US dollar is typically on one side of the trade or one side of the quote. But often you have exchange rates between two currencies where neither is a US dollar. And that's called cross rate or cross exchange rate. So how are currencies traded? Currencies are traded on the foreign exchange market and foreign exchange market is really unique because it's the largest and the most liquid asset market in the world. By latest account, the daily turnover or daily trading volume exceeds $7 trillion. That means every day currencies worth more than $7 trillion are traded. Uh, on the foreign exchange market. And foreign exchange market is over-the-counter market. It's largely electronic these days. And dollar is, as you can imagine, is the central currency. Again, as, as I mentioned, all other currencies are quoted. And it's the most commonly or most uh, frequently traded currency. And US dollar, euro, is the most commonly traded currency pair. And the other commonly traded currencies, are uh, aside from dollar, are euro, um, Japanese yen, British pound, and then you have Australian dollar, Swiss francs, Canadian dollar, and Chinese yuan, etc. Uh, and one thing about Chinese yuan is that it has made remarkable strides, um, and it has uh, it has become one of the most commonly traded, um, ten most commonly traded currencies in the world recently. But its uh, turnover still does not match the export share of China in the world. And another unique thing about the foreign exchange market is that it has multiple tiers. So when people say currency market, they're often referring to the interbank market. And on the interbank market, um, the minimum trade size is typically either 1 million or 10 million, but often trade is in hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's not you and me going to exchange rate booth at the airport and converting our currencies from currencies from uh, um, to another currency. And another notable thing about the foreign exchange market is, of course, you have wide variety of players. You have central banks intervening uh, to affect the exchange rates of their currencies. You have international banks trading for their own accounts and trying to make money from discrepancies in exchange rates or they're trading currencies on behalf of their customers. Maybe, for example, their customer um, is an exporter and just received the payment in foreign currency for whatever they sold. And now they need to convert that um, payment uh, that they received in foreign currency into their domestic currency, for example. And you also have non-bank players like hedge funds. Uh, so if you look at um, uh, foreign exchange transactions, um, several decades ago, most of the transactions would be to accommodate trade. So in other words, 
um, companies engage in exports and imports and either they have to make a payment in foreign currency therefore they have to first purchase that foreign currency to deliver that payment or maybe they receive the payment denominated in foreign currency and then they have to convert it into their home currency but today most of the transactions are to accommodate investment flow rather than trade flow uh, and in addition, in addition to that, currencies themselves have emerged as an asset class of its own. So just like you can buy uh, gold, for example, or you can invest in gold or stocks or bonds, you can invest in currencies. Uh, and now you have currency, for instance, exchange uh, rate funds. So you have currency ETFs available, for instance. And also, if you look at the um, uh, um, parties, um, on the foreign exchange market, you will find that some of them are trading to speculate and some of them are trading to hedge. In other words, hedging means you are trying to manage foreign exchange risk. Uh, on the other hand, um, uh, speculation means you are taking risk in the expectation of making profit. And also trading uh, on the foreign exchange market is most active when time zones of different trading centers overlap. So for example, when it's still afternoon in Europe and the North American, uh, and it's morning here in North America, for example, trading is very active. Another key thing about foreign exchange market is you have different uh, tiers or different uh, sections of it. So for example, you have spot and forward market, so when we think of exchange rates, we usually think of the spot market. So uh, spot rates are, are the rates that we will get if we were to buy or sell currency right now. So spot market is referring to selling or buying currencies right now. On the other hand, there's a significant forward market. That is, um, people can get into a contract uh, to buy or sell currencies in the future but agree upon the price today. So forward market is a very large section of the foreign exchange market. So this is a brief overview of the exchange rates and foreign exchange market. And as we know, the exchange rates of the key currencies fluctuate all the time. So next, we will talk about what drives exchange rate movements.